Welcome back to the More Than Capable Mompreneur Podcast. I'm Shannon Baker, a coffee-loving mompreneur that started as a virtual assistant and turned into a total systems geek. And I want to help you shift your mindset and embrace your worthiness while creating systems in your business so you can be more productive and build success on your own terms without the mom guilt. Are you loving that? Well, I hope you're ready for real conversations that will help you beat the perfectionists inside, rediscover your strengths, and up-level your self-love in the mom cracks of time so you can stop letting fear hold you back because you are enough and you do enough. We are more than capable mompreneurs. So grab your cup of coffee, some sparkling water, or pour a glass of your favorite wine, and let's dive in. Well, I would like to welcome you to episode number 89 of the podcast. Now I'm going to give you a disclaimer right up front and let you know that this is probably going to be one of the most vulnerable episodes I have ever done on the podcast. But I decided to do this because I know that there are a number of women in my community who, like me, struggle with weight loss. The struggle is real. I mean, how many times have you set a goal to lose weight? And I'm not talking about setting a New Year's resolution because most of us give up on those big, scary goals after a few weeks anyway. But I'm talking about the times when you found a 21 day or 30 day workout on YouTube or Pinterest. You look up a bunch of healthy recipes or meal plans that you can follow and then you just go all in. You probably do it for a week or two, maybe even three if you're really determined. But before you can really get into a routine, something happens in life that just throws you a curveball and everything comes to an end. Or you simply give up because it requires too much. You want instant results and you just decide that you'll try again later. I know that's me after a couple of weeks when I step on the scale, I expect to see like drastic changes and maybe I only lose a pound or two. Well, if you're shaking your head, yes, that you can relate to all of this, then obviously, you know, you are not alone. I've been there and I'm still a work in progress. But today I want to share the top three lessons that I've learned over the past year, especially, and what has helped me to make some progress that I'm really proud of. So let's go ahead and dive into episode number 89. So I want to start off by thanking you for tuning in to this week's episode. That lets me know that my struggle with weight loss resonates with you and that you have some or all of the same types of struggles. The truth is, I know this struggle is not going to go away. Because I'm almost 50 years old and my metabolism is not working with me. Personally, I feel like it's a conspiracy theory, but that there really isn't too much that I can do about it. But what I can do is put in the work to get results. And let me tell you, I remember when this struggle wasn't as hard. It was not that long ago. Just six years ago. I was the healthiest I had ever been in my life. I weighed 153 pounds. My body fat was 28.6%. My waist was 29 and a half inches. 
You know, I look back at pictures, especially when we were on um, vacation for our anniversary in Jamaica. And I look at that body now and I wonder who that woman is. But then I remember all the things that happened in life that diverted my attention away from caring for myself the way that I was before. Now, while life happened and over time, my workout routine really became a distant memory. Now I weigh over 200 pounds and let's just say I'm not happy with the other stats either. Now, while they are finally starting to go down, they are not moving fast enough for me. So when I got to the point that I decided I was ready to make a change, I knew I had to start by developing some healthier habits that were sustainable. But even before that, I knew I had to do some mindset work. So when I slowed down and I took a good look at all the things and all the moving pieces in my life, I realized that I was putting myself last. That was hurting my business, hurting my family, and more importantly, it was holding me back from things that were within my reach because I didn't have the energy that I needed to get things done because I wasn't healthy. But over the past few years, really the past two and definitely the past year, I've really focused more and more on taking better care of myself. Because after all, I can't take care of anyone else if I break down. So I decided I was going to do something every day to invest in myself. To create this habit, I started with two simple things that I could do. 15 minutes of morning time just for me and drinking more water. Yes, that's simple. Those two simple self-care practices really have helped me to be prepared mentally, emotionally, and spiritually for the day ahead of me. And I was determined that nothing was going to get in the way of my little slice of me time. So I started getting up at least 30 minutes before my husband in the morning. That way, the house was quiet. And of course, I said I with my coffee. But let me tell you, when I first started this, I really struggled to just sit down and enjoy the quiet. My mind was telling me I needed to be doing something else. And because I wasn't, I was feeling guilty about it. After just sitting and enjoying my cup of coffee without my phone or anything else, I realized that I was more centered, more at peace, and more aware of what I needed to happen in my life for me to be happy. So I ignored the mean girl in my head enough that she stopped talking. And that's when I was really able to create a better morning routine. And the best part about it is it's flexible. Some days I only have 15 minutes because I decide to sleep in. In others, I have an hour. But no matter how much time I have, it fills my cup up for the day. Now, if you want to know more about my process that I went through to create my morning routine and the things that it includes and they're not the same every day, Go back and listen to episode number 23 of the podcast. So let me tell you what my first lesson is. 
I learned that it is a must for me to invest in myself on a daily basis. And it doesn't have to be big and elaborate. Sticking to my morning routine has enabled me to regularly read my Bible and meditate on what I read and to get in professional development in small increments. And that has been tremendously helpful in me keeping my business going, helping my clients and even seeing where my business can go in the future. So small things matter. And as for drinking more water, I had to take baby steps because it meant cutting back on my coffee consumption. Yes, that's right. Now, if you're new to the podcast, then I confess, I am totally obsessed with coffee and I can drink it all day long and still go to sleep at night. But I knew I had to cut back. So to get started, I bought a 64 ounce water bottle in my favorite color, of course. And for a while, I was doing great. I even moved up to where I was drinking a gallon sized bottle of water a day. But then I crashed and burned because it was just way too much water. So it was disturbing my sleep pattern because I wouldn't finish drinking till sometimes almost nine o'clock at night. That meant getting up in the middle of the morning to have to do the dreaded bathroom run. Then it would take me 45 minutes or so to get back to sleep. So it was breaking my sleep pattern. So I knew something had to change. So one day I was having a conversation with my friend Lisa Klein about my water struggles. And she recommended that I try drinking some water. That one, I keep a bottle beside my bed and I start drinking water before I have my coffee. So, you know, when I first heard this, I was like, she wants me to do what? Of course, I frowned up my face because nothing used to touch my lips before my coffee other than my toothbrush but I thought about it and I decided you know what let me just give this a try and see if it's going to help me regulate my water intake and it worked so now I have a 24 ounce bottle that I drink and it's beside my bed so before I have my first morning cup of coffee those 24 ounces are gone By the end of the day, on average, I drink 74 ounces of water total, and that does not include my 12 ounce cans of sparkling water. So changing my mindset and my routine worked. And I have another healthy habit. So win-win, right? Now for lesson number two, I learned that I have to be willing to get out of my comfort zone and try new things. It has been the key to me making progress with weight loss and developing more healthy habits. Then the next hurdle was figuring out how to get in more movement. I was conditioned from working with other trainers and boot camps and things to think that exercise had to be 30 minutes or more. And I'm an all or nothing type of girl. So if I couldn't get in 30 minutes, I would just skip my workouts thinking, oh, I'll get to it tomorrow. And that helped me back because, of course, it never happened tomorrow. But then I met Jennifer Nagel, who is my fitness coach, and she is absolutely amazing. She helped me understand that if I couldn't get in 30 minutes of exercise at one time, I needed to see how I could break that up into smaller increments throughout the the day. So again, I took baby steps. The first move I made was in July of 2020. 
I got an Apple Watch and I set a goal that I was going to get in at least 4,000 steps a day. And to help me get in some strength training, because that definitely is a necessity for weight loss, I would do one minute sets with my stepper holding four pound weights in my hands. And I would do this at least three times a day. And let me tell you about this Apple Watch. If you don't have one, it reminds you that you need to get up every hour if you have not done so. You also have three rings that you need to close every day or should close every day. It's calories burned, minutes of exercise, and the number of times that you've, you've stood up. So every day I just focused on beating myself. And then once I got used to the 4,000 steps, I increased my goal to 5,000 steps and I kept moving it up. Now, a little over a year later, I get in over 8,000 steps on most days. And let me tell you, I feel great. And it, it's, I won't say it's easy because it's not. But the more I do it, the less effort it takes. Now, if you haven't seen the pattern yet, the key is to take baby steps and to focus on habit stacking. And as I've gotten comfortable with one goal, I set another goal. I love seeing the number of steps that I take every day and it motiva motivates me to do the same or better the next day. Little steps have turned into bigger actions and I'm getting results. Now, lesson number three, I learned I don't have to do this alone. And I'm glad that I was able to find a community and a fitness expert that could help me reach my goals based on my lifestyle without crazy diets or a crazy amount of exercise. I know that with everything going on in your life, health and fitness is important to you, but so is being successful. And that's whatever that means to you. And if that wasn't the case, you wouldn't be listening to this episode. But the problem is that there's a lot of information out there about how we can get in shape and how we can stay in shape. And a lot of it doesn't work because it doesn't make sense for the stage of life that we're in right now. We need solutions that make sense for our crazy schedules, right? And all of us have different schedules, different lives. I'll tell you this. I can't imagine having the life that I have now without the elements of self-care that I've shared and even more. This is just the tip of the iceberg. And I don't do diets and I don't take bubble baths, but I'm talking about taking care of my health in a very intentional way with movement, eating good food and honoring my health. The best part I get to eat whatever I want within reason, of course. And I didn't have to give up wine. I've just learned how to balance it all out so that I can still get results from my work. And that's why I always recommend my friend Jennifer's masterclass because her program works. The masterclass that Jennifer offers is called Maximize Fat Loss Even With a Busy Schedule. And in this masterclass, she goes over the big mistakes that we make that you probably don't realize, how you can eat more food without gaining weight, how to turn your body into a calorie burning machine. And she gives you insight into the simple system that she's developed so you can stop dieting, hit your fitness 
and fat loss goals for good. So it's sustainable. I really love the long-term health model that she shares because it aligns with the long-term self-care mindset that we have. Jennifer really knows her stuff and she has a like a decade of experience coaching women that are older because our bodies are different. But she's been featured in like Pop Sugar Fitness, on My Fitness Pal, Vital Proteins. She's a featured fitness expert for well and good. So she knows her stuff. She's got some some clout there, right? The great thing with this masterclass is you can watch it anytime. So you can watch it during your morning me time or after everyone in the house is asleep. Or better yet, just create a meeting on your calendar and watch it then. I'm going to drop a link to the masterclass in the show notes. And I'm also going to drop a link to my chat with Jennifer because she was on the podcast um, earlier this year as well. But my friend Lisa Klein has also been on the podcast and she shares some tips that'll help you create even more healthy habits. Some of the best tips that she gives are about simplifying your meal plan. Let me tell you, it is a life changing, like the tips she gives are just amazing. So a link to that chat is also going to be in the show notes. So I'm going to recap the three lessons that I've learned on my weight loss journey. Lesson number one, I have to invest in myself on a daily basis and it doesn't have to be big and elaborate. Lesson number two, I needed to be willing to get out of my comfort zone and try new things. That can mean the difference between success or failure. Lesson number three, I didn't have to take this journey alone. So I've partnered with someone that helps me reach my goals based on my lifestyle. And you can do the same. So to wrap this up, I highly recommend that if you only do one thing after listening to this episode, that you watch Jennifer's masterclass. And if you'd like to connect with me to ask me questions about that, or questions about some of the things that I've talked about, or if you just want some support, feel free to DM me on Instagram, or we can connect inside of my Facebook group. You know, I love the women in my community because they help me stay focused in life and in my business. I'm going to drop a link to both of those, my Instagram profile and the Facebook group in the show notes as well. So I want to thank you so much for hanging on for my spill the tea moment in this episode. If you want to show the podcast some love and help me reach more women with these real life experiences and these tips that will help them get more done by doing less, then please feel free to take a screenshot, post it in Instagram stories and tag me at the underscore Shannon Baker. I cannot wait to hear from you. And remember, you are more than enough. So until next time, keep calm and streamlined.